Salutations and vibrations, my faithful listenership. It's your large and in-charge DJ Wolf the Dog. I am sending vibrations of various links to you live from 694.2 PTBP. The only radio station. It's the only one, folks. Do not attempt to listen to any others. They do not exist. Hands off that dial. Do not turn your ears away from Wolf or else. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from Jared in Houston, Texas, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod. And now he gets to send this Wolfy memorandum to Oliver in Mishawaka, Indiana. Jared writes, To Oliver Chestnut, you are my greatest and best friend. We have shared laughter and love, memories that will last until the stars are right, and most importantly, comedy TTRPG podcasts. The journey may be long, and the old ones may be near, but so long as I walk the path with you, it will be a road worth taking. Whether we are vampire cops dating their partner, Archimites checking out the cold Corbett house, or Delta Green agents vibing on reverb, I'm glad that it it was us who took those journeys. Well, technically you took those journeys. I was busy playing God and found it a game worthy of me. May your smile shine and your hair always be anime colored. Love, Jared. P.S. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg and fuck Jack Dorsey. P.P.S. Love and energy to those pretending pod fellas and to the original Phantom of Truth, Wolf the Dog. Jared, thank you for this internet mail. I appreciate all forms of mail. The internet kind, those ones are good. You mainly said a lot of things about Oliver, and that's good stuff. We love to see it. And I hope Oliver appreciates all the weird stuff you made me say out loud. But the it that I love to see is you saying that good, good stuff about little old me. Smiles and kisses to you, dear Jared. If you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at Pretending Pod on Twitter or Instagram, tag Pretending to Be People on Facebook, or write up a five-star review on the podcast app of your choice. Screenshot them aromatic and intimate words, and pass it along to your vibrating wolf the dog. But Wolf, how am I supposed to know where to find the 34 bonus episodes on Patreon or the grease dripping swag in the merch store or the rowdy conversations in the Discord or the the comments from Luke in the subreddit or the songs from Waves soundtrack on YouTube or the download for R.I. Peter's Cruisin'? Now listen, you, and listen good. Say it with me, everyone. The links are in the show notes. And now, it's time for two quick announcements from my producer, who scrawled this on my mirror 
and waited under the sink until I found it. No spoilies, but this is the final episode of the four-part prequel arc, The Death of a Salesman. Pretending to be people will be back in two weeks, on October 7th. Bloodily picking back up where they left off in Grover's Gorge. And for those of you blessed listeners who support us on Patreon and await new bonus episodes, we will have two new episodes for you in the coming weeks. The first is a Luke run game with our dear bud Jake joining to play the one page RPG Witness Me, based on Mad Max Fury Road. And the second is a Zack run game of Subway Runners, a Forged in the Dark game where our rainbow-haired gang went to repair subway lines under the city. Oh, and it's set in a cyberpunk future where everyone is immortal. Speaking of, they had so much fun with it that Zack is running part two of that Subway Runners game live in the Denison this coming Tuesday at 7.37 p.m. Central Time. Alright, that's enough announcements. Gimme the news! Uh, actually the boys do a pretty decent recap at the beginning of this one. So for its final bow, put your hands and cheeks together for R.I. Peter with Cruisin'. Archetype, I know this isn't right, but I'm a beefy boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's something very similar to that, but you know, it's a beefcake. Also, every time we beefcake, there we go. Every time we do the like 30 seconds of silence, you know, in like a horror movie where they're like trying not to like breathe hard so that the killer doesn't find them, that's exactly how I feel. I saw that you put both hands over your mouth and nose. <laughs> you can breathe. I was eyes, crying. Eyes too. I, I start crying. Dude, you can breathe. Just lean back from the microphone. No one said hold your breath for 30 seconds. <laughs> it's like hard to do. Wait, let's see I how hold we can hold I our think, breath. I think okay. you can hold your breath. For breath. I'm not going to try, but you guys go. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I didn't even start trying. I'm not. There's nothing better for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think we I think we're on to something. Ah, <laughs> oh, Luke won. If he was ever playing. You look like you won. I was playing, but then I wasn't counting and I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't waste time counting because I would have never accepted your count. <laughs> it was uh sixty-nine. Oh, nice. So I know we literally just stopped recording the last episode and we're recording the second episode now. It's right. not weeks later. Sure. So we know but for what's the audience, going on. for the audience who may may have skipped 
like just forgot to listen to this episode and they're like what, what what did happen in that last episode yeah in your own words i'm curious to hear what uh what's happened so far well so far you want to you want to recap of the whole thing <laughs> no just where we're at <laughs> well, our, our doctor dr shark got eaten by quicksand and yep. died mm-hmm. yep well no 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 whose body do we have we have dr shark's body no you left dr shark's body in the that's pool what I of meant. water yeah, yeah yeah but we took it from the quicksand we're weekend at bernie zine right dr. that's shark. right yep you did that for a while and then and who did we re- we replaced dr shark with uh with a doctor from the neckbeards that's right who's right. who's pi- who's uh, his uh captain, captain did died. die captain neckbeard yeah yeah and you changed quicksand. his name we did yeah his name wasn't Captain Neckbeard, or we changed no, no, the no, doctor's the doctor. name. You changed his name. You asked him what his name was. I think he told you, and then he changed it to what? Do so you you're more than welcome to change it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he talked like this. I, yeah, he, he was scared for yeah, sure. He was a bit scared, and he talked like this. Once we put him on board, we started calling him Doctor Piss Pants because he pissed his pants in fear. Doctor. Piss pants. Dr. Piss Pants. Right. I think that's what it was. Um, <laughs> and then we got on our ship, yep. right? You headed back out oh, to uh, stole start the race. Ship. You stole Neckbeard's ship. I think we just told their crew, like, hey, you're with us now, right? And you sent the... Jesus sent- H. Jesus Christ and... <laughs> yeah, we sent uh, one of your golden Mrs. tamarind monkeys. And Mrs. Knife. We sent my emperor tamarind monkey, Jesus Christ, along with <laughs> Dr. Shark's parrot. That's the one. Mrs. Knife. Uh-huh. Mrs. Knife. To go run the ship. And the mother of Mitch to recite the yes. all-important words. Mrs. Oh, Diggory yeah. is on her oh, way yeah, there yeah. To, uh, to recite and the And then sh- who do we have? God we have the, our Diggory, cool friend we made. Zach, Mitch. pause, pause, pause. Yeah, what's up? Are you writing fucking Harry Potter fan fiction this whole season? Like, um, is that, don't. Is that why you I call mean, them Diggory? So this can all kind of fit canon into your like wait till you grade harry potter world umbridge <laughs> <laughs> i take her with that <laughs> <laughs> nice okay mitch is the guy that we have yeah and can yeah mitch is on the back of the ship alongside oh yeah edward spitz um the cold-blooded butler He's not really a butler, but he likes to think of himself like that. That's, yeah. That's my Pulp Cthulhu occupation. I love that. <laughs> and uh, Joe, you're playing... Waverly. <laughs> that's right. They call me Wavy. Wavy Adler. Wavy Adler. And he's uh, he kind of has taken the charge of like um, steering the ship in what is looking to be some sort of uh, eldritch ritual race. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. And we have to... Yep. Uh, we're pouring oil. No, no we're pouring blood. blood baby. We're pouring the blood out of the back in a big circle. Okay, yeah, tight. That was kind of the reveal at the very end. My very single last note is that uh, the barrel started gushing blood, and Mitch quote unquote begins. What? And he continues to chant. I got a solicitor today who was saying that to me on the phone. Yeah, I was just about to say that sounds exactly like the <laughs> phone call. Joe, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> Do you want to explain that? I got a call. Uh, Zach, Zach was setting up, and he told us all to take off our headphones. And as he told us that, I got a phone call from my internet service because I had just recently disconnected, and they wanted to give me a survey. But as soon as I answered the phone... He All played that headphones. sound yeah. from so loud, so loud out the of the headphones. headphones. And I, I looked at Joe like, 
eyes wide it open was like disorienting for everyone because we thought my well, phone was making that noise <laughs> i watched you three idiots <laughs> grapple with that i kind of got it right away but yeah that's right i played it and i was still like what the fuck joe <laughs> Dude. To be fair, it was, I was not sitting on the couch with your phone, and it was blasting super loud out of my own headphones. So <laughs> I might have had some more See, context clues for it, but yeah, I was right here, and I was watching it come out of your phone, and I was like, "Hang up, Joe! Hang up!" <laughs> <laughs> like, don't keep letting that play. <laughs> so you hear that echoing from oh, the man. back of this ship as the race begins the smoke in the center of the island turned from dark to white and the race began as the race began you noticed the closest ship to the shore of the island fancy pyromancy on the damn sea took off at a wild rate they rolled a critical success on their sailing and they literally shoot ahead basically completing one-third of the entire circle around the island in this first push. Also, in the same round, they succeeded on taking out one of the masts on the Swing Sing Brothers' two-mast ship. Now, they were the ones with the best guns. Fancy Pyromancy on the Damsey indeed are the ones with the best guns. That is correct. Where are the Swing boys next closest to you would be the swing sing brothers uh from fancy pyromancy on the damsey who's the furthest away the swing sing brothers are next up uh you saw one of their giant pillars of of wood that holds up the the bed sheets that make ships go fast uh that whole shit fell into the water that that is a fun fact they do just use bed sheets they do i just assumed (laughs) i've never seen cloth so big besides that yeah I, hey. <laughs> they haven't invented parachutes yet, have big, they? Big sailing ship is going to tell you that they're not just bed sheets, but buddy, they are. <laughs> the crew that you have sort of uh, taken under your wing and uh, as your second ship in this race could not get moving. And you notice that they, they actually messed up their cannons. They fell over. Their cannons are not operational, and they were not able to move forward. The group next to you, the Port Deserters, these are the uh, Union Jack flag with the bottle sewn into the middle of it, triple X across the bottle. I would remind my fellow pirates that they were seen drinking heavily before the race. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you took advantage of that, and uh, I do believe that Alabaster Al Chernabog... We talked about the other two characters, but we didn't talk about Alabaster Al. What is he like when he's running these guns that you lit off to just lay absolute blows to this massive ship of the Port Deserters? You see that it doesn't all get through their extremely sturdy, girthy ship, but enough of it does because of you. You know, the ship isn't the longest, but (laughs) Uh, this, this might start out a little rough, but here we go. The way that, that I, oh, it's going to start ah, out yeah. real. No, it's nice. It's nice. No. The way that he likes to run the ship, he's very excited the whole time that he's doing it. He cannot wait to fire that next round until <laughs> they've won the game. So 
<laughs> he uh, he excitedly has told them to fire off the shots, and he got so excited he forgot to tell the rest of the crew to start reloading because he just went and started reloading one. But they see they they're paying attention. What does it sound like when? And you lead by example clearly. So what does it sound like as you as you lead by example, remembering in that moment? Oh shit! I have to tell the crew. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> they all immediately look over. Wow. Well, that's the code word that we have set up that means reload. Just. <laughs> Oi! Oi! And bombs away. You were able to, to knock uh, a fair amount of, of damage on, onto and off of that port deserter ship. And off we go to the top of round two. We're going to start with Joe as the rope man and the wheel man for this large ship. <laughs> the death of a salesman. Death of a salesman. Do you want me to roll? I would love for you to roll. I'm just doing my ship driving. Yeah, we're all gonna. I'm gonna roll too. What's a sale? Like when they sale. have a discount. Oh my god. So that's a fail. It's an eighty on a seventy, but I'm gonna use one fail. of my three luck. Ooh, very smart, man. It's it's, it, it's only so smart because it only makes it an eight, which isn't great if I'm in a competition, <laughs> but it's still a success either way. Fantastic. So uh, that is a success. The port deserters actually rolled a critical fail, and yet they were able to use a bonus dice to avoid that, but they rolled a 98 instead of an 88, which is still a failure. The Neckbeard ship finally takes off into, uh, into the waters ahead of itself as the Swingsing brothers do the same. Up in the lead, you see far in the distance away from your ship, Fancy Pyromancy on the damn sea once again succeeds and continues towards the end of this circle. They're almost out of your view at this point. Yikes. Are we not moving at all? Well, I can tell you because it'll give you a good idea of how fucked you are. You have made it 20%. They have made it 50%. Shit. Wow. Yeah. But that's with like two crits in a row. Crit and then a success, but they started much closer to the shore than you, so they're going to be able to complete their circle much sooner. I thought the slowest ship was on the inside and the fastest ship was on the The outside. slowest ship is on the inside. They okay. just critted and think, succeeded. I don't think we need to worry about this that much right now. <laughs> and so like distance-wise, you said we can barely see them. Yeah, you can barely see them, but just through the, uh, the distance there, you see that they absolutely wreck shop. On the Swing Sing Brothers. Oh shit. Just oh shit. Oh shit. Move it till it's literally. Oh, girl, light it up and let me see your swing ship swing. <laughs> <laughs> and the swing uh the Swing Sing Brothers ship is moving forward in in space, obviously. I would hope we're ocean. in space now. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. In between you and Showers. the Swing Sing Brothers is the neckbeard ship. And that's what they're all saying. As the Swing Sing Brothers ship moves forward, you see it disappear behind Neckbeard ship. And then when it passes through on the other side, you see that it is basically emaciated. It is the skeleton of a ship. It has been absolutely ripped apart by cannons and those wire things with the balls, with the connecting with the wire, just like taking out everyone. Chain shot. balls. <laughs> Called chain shot, <laughs> bin wall balls. I'm pretty sure. So not to pile mean. on, but that's not what emaciated means. Uh, emaciated would be means, like very skinny. Yeah, they're all really like hungry. You've been starved. Yeah, that I, ship looks so hungry. I would gutted. say it's it's this, is, this has been hacked to bits. Uh, yeah, like to the point where you can see its ribs. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. This emaciated shit. This emaciated turkey. Crawls across the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> ship akimbo past the other ship in wait, the wait. distance. That was something I saw on the Discord. You don't actually use akimbo wrong. People just didn't know how it could be used. Fuck yeah. Thanks for sticking up for me now. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean where thousands of people will hear it instead of like the two dozen on the spoilers chat? <laughs> the Springsteen Brothers. They're Dunzo They're beans. Dunzo'd? Absolutely Dunzo Beans. And with that, we move on to the, uh, the gunning phase for Death of a Salesman. You have uh, one ship within your sights it is the port deserters the port deserters were the fast guys that we were worried about and they failed their, their second their check right yeah. Now, yeah you are ahead of them then yeah we've reloaded we've reloaded uh, <laughs> and oi oi <laughs> that, means that, oi. that means reload <laughs> no oi means no. reload oi oi means fire <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll. A third of the crew is confused and just start packing more rounds in. <laughs> Two round shot. You're not a Confederate. Uh, did that that's Gettysburg. a goner. Oh, there it is. That's a goner. It felt like it went down in the couch. It's a 42 on 80. Yeah, that'll do it. Go ahead and roll a D4 and a D8. Oh, we've got a 2 on the D4. A 2 and a 5. And a five on the D8 makes for seven points of damage. Again, uh, you do a little bit more damage this time than you did last time to the poor deserters, and they have finally noticed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You, uh, you hit them hard enough on this one to where uh, some heads are actually popping up on the, uh, the, the top deck. And they're what if their about, heads were popping off? Oh yeah, actually, yeah. you see one guy in the back whose head pops out just in time as that last cannonball just heads him off. You fucking <laughs> patriot! <laughs> he gets absolutely patrioted. <laughs> it seems rad. I had not seen that movie in years. I forgot that fucking Mel Gibson is the head of a family of like benevolent slave owners. Yeah, I did not. Yeah. And it's like, it's weird. It's patriotic as hell as well. It I is. Mean. It is, yeah. It's very American. It's just such a choice. Could have easily. He, he, dude, that guy makes a lot of those, Boston. huh? <laughs> I watched that in third grade. Didn't pick up on that. Did pick up on the hatchet that goes through the guy's skull. That stuck yeah, with me yeah. ever that since. That part's rad. The guy getting fucking his head blown off by the can. Not blown off, just like. Yeah, as if God's as if God's finger came down, Luke. Oh, Alabaster Al Chernabog's cannon flicks this man's head off, and then Patriot style the over the intercom of this. His head is emancipated from its body. Team Slayer, Thomas. Next to you, Mitch Diggory is continuing with his. What I they made out like these words were complicated, what? but it's just a fucking little John song. <laughs> what? Thank you, Joe. I thought you said Elton John. And, then he's and like, I was. <laughs> you were like racking your brain. I was trying so hard. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Hold <laughs> me closer. What? Count <laughs> the headlights on the. What? That's hard on the throat. <laughs> yeah, so Edward just imagines it's like 
He's rapidly like thinking, what is the point of Mitch? I could do this. Uh, <laughs> all them swinging bastards. I got a ship all eat up. It's emaciated. Emasticated. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying they're hungry? Now, what am I trying to say? It's gone mostly. Most of their ship is just gone. Pyromancy on the damn sea. They show them all the shit. There's none left. Not left with splinters anyway. And then there were three. They're out there dying in the water. Look at the bastards drowning and feeding the sharks. <laughs> Boy, they're dunzo beans. I mean, yeah, reload, but fuck. <laughs> By dunzo beans, do you mean dunion rings? <laughs> it's exactly what I mean. <laughs> All right, I thought so, because I, I made that playlist after my last breakup and sent it to you. <laughs> In an attempt to done to be done with your ring around this island, I need a roll for sailing from uh, Sir Sail! Wavy Adler. <laughs> Can I use rope to help him? Sail! Uh, you would not be able to fire if you use rope to help him. I don't want to help him. And uh, what are sails? I believe they are the fitted sheet specifically, mm. so that it attaches easier to the mast, which I learned in my head recently is the wood part. Mask. <laughs> uh, I got a seven. Mask. You got a what? Seven. Oh, that is a success. Yes, I believe that is a success. Uh, Congratulations. Successfully did sailing. You push even further than the port deserters who, while lively, seem to be more concerned about the damage you've done to their ship than actually moving forward in any measurable way. The neckbeards, however, do succeed and move forward. They're actually about even with you now, and you see that you are both catching up slowly, but certainly surely. To fancy pyromancy on the damn sea. Way to go. Way to go, boys. We're catching on them. But then. <laughs> Uh-oh. Through the side of the neckbeard ship, you see a cannonball four times bigger than you've seen on any ship you've been on. Bust through your side of neckbeard ship. So it's across from you in the water. And you just see that, and as it hits the water, it splashes you. They are desperately trying to patch the hole as water is lapping up inside. Can we see where that shot came from? Was it the pyromancy? It was the pyromancy, right? Or did it come from the island? You can certainly roll. Can I do a spot hidden? Yeah, we can call. We can call that spot hidden. Thirty on an eighty. A uh, 92 on a 70, but I've got that skill that I can reroll the one thing. Oh, 22! Hell yeah. That's a critical success. Through the hole in the side of the ship, you hold up my spyglass, yep. And as you lengthen it out, you see through <laughs> this hole. And the burning like blood from the guy who got patriated inside <laughs> the ship. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and you see a pair of legs walking around uh, without a top half. <laughs> a walk past, but just through the view, you can make out the ship of Fancy Pyromancy on the damn sea with its smoking, massive cannon that they've dragged out. They didn't even try to move forward this round. No one was manning the sails. They just dragged out this massive cannon to take this shot. They got the mother of all cannons on that ship over there, boys! They sure do, but half the reason we got them neckbeards is to be all sacrificial goat. I say let them take that shot. 
distract the pyromancy. We put everything we got next time into moving forward. We'll keep. Let's keep their husk of a ship between us and them as long as we can. I pull out a whistle and blow on it. And I know this isn't how monkeys hear, but you don't hear any sound coming out of the whistle. (laughs) (laughs) It's my monkey whistle. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, we didn't send. Oh, sorry. You no, you wouldn't say oh sorry because you can't hear it. Right, exactly. No, I didn't even. I I thought that was the introduction of some new mysterious creepy sound effect. What I was gonna say is I think we sent your emperor tamarind over, but we had the Mrs. Knife was going to be the runner between the ships, right? And yes. she was going to come. Yes. 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 So that is a pretty good time after we've decided to uh cut them off and move on. I relay that to Mrs. Shark who says, "Cut it off. <laughs> Moving on." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a sick segue that time, but I need another navigation roll. <laughs> and then is this where we could help like with uh, the rope Yeah, if you guys want to take off from firing at the port deserters, uh, then you can all really get in on pushing this. this I have forward. something oh, okay, cool. that I want to do to avoid being shot by that thing. So let me ask you this before I waste time doing it. Um, you know how I like to mix, you know, chemicals and shit together. I do know how you like to mix chemicals. Mm-hmm. What does your character also? Your do character that? does that too, I think. Yeah, they say write what you know. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, Luke is not a scientist. <laughs> I have a minor in biology. Whoa! I so didn't know that. you know what? You're right. <laughs> um, okay, so if you're a biologist, then what's wrong with me? Oh, Joe just pulled oh down his pants. <laughs> there's too much of you. Look at that. Oh, God. <laughs> there's way too much of you. Your blood's not flowing correctly. <laughs> if we were up in the Northeast, I'd call that a hoagie. Cool. <laughs> Here we call it a sub, I guess. Are you a sub, Joe? Uh, <laughs> the people want to know. Hold on. Real quick. I just need to let one lie that went unaddressed be addressed. When Luke says he has a minor in biology, what he means is he fathered a child when he was 15, <laughs> and that child themselves is now a freshman in high school in Mrs. Atkinson's biology class. I was definitely a virgin uh, <laughs> then, so so you're wrong. Speaking of, <laughs> oh my god, I've got very bad news, fellas. Uh oh, it's an 88. Can you re-roll one it's of them? It's a dang crit fail in Nozak. I can't re-roll it. That re-roll and thing Nozak, is only I on... I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Nozak, I don't want I any consequences. I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> and yet, as your hands are trembling, unable to complete this task, was uh, Mr. Spitz able to uh, save the day here? Uh, With a sailing roll? No, I didn't roll anything good. <laughs> 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 okay, is this a time where I could see that things are going very wrong and now help? Oh, I mean, I suppose. Didn't you already roll? He no, I, rolled I, I was not going to help because I had my own thing I was going to do, but now oh. this seems a whole lot more relevant than yes. what I was going to do. Good play. Mm. Oh, what, man. what should I, any way I You have to, luck, man. That's true. What did you roll? He, ro- he rolled, rolled a 68, 68 which... Uh, 86 ain't going to do it. So one luck won't won't succeed. work. No. Okay, then uh, I don't. Do you spend the luck anyway? <laughs> I don't. Make it I more of a fail. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted it to be, you know, more exciting. I see that everything's going wrong, and I'm like, I don't think I can help. <laughs> 
That's how that works, right? <laughs> the port deserters are able to catch up a little bit. They're not past you yet, but they are catching up currently, and we are rolling again. Joe, if I could get a rope use, are you guys going to help him again? Uh, what What is the conversation happening as you guys are failing well, at, at this I, at this sailing is, task? Is the consequence of the crit fail that we just don't move and don't fire for a round? That is correct. Okay, so I was going to say that he, Waverly's probably just in awe of that giant hole that has now been punctured. Yeah. Like, that, that can't have scared him. So he just stood there agape. Well, and honestly, I bet a lot of the crew is. So while we're, like, yeah. while we're running around trying to whip them up, a lot of them are just like awestruck yeah. by what they've well, just seen. Like, yeah, I like saw the giant hole being made, and I was racking my brain for like weapons on board that measure up to that at all, and right. I couldn't. And then when I see that everybody's fucking up, us moving, I like kind of like grab a rope and pull it, but I'm just like staring at the hole in the in the hole, the hole in the hole, <laughs> the hole in the hole. All right, we didn't get much much of anywhere this time, but the key to defeating that gun, eventually, if we need to, we'll be getting close to it. It can fire at us before we can fire at it. We've got to nullify that distance, right? Well, I've, I've got something whipped up that I think might be able to help. If what Jesus, you, if Jesus Christ gets here soon, or if I can run down to the bottom, I can, I can grab it for us. It's a special powder that I've mixed together that I can put on a cannonball and shoot into their cannon. Yeah, he told me. <laughs> he told me your special powder would cure herpes. Your special well, I've powder. I've got lots of special shit. powders. I gotta go look and see what I have down there. I'm making this shit up. I've got it all labeled. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I've got it all labeled down I'm there. Saying Let it's me go all take a up. peek. Let me take a turn to take a peek. <laughs> take a turn up. He like pops a herpes sore at you in disgust. <laughs> oh god. He's what thank you, powder. Wow. We are pirates. We are disgusting. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> awful. That's truly awful. It goes into one of the three giant open sores on <laughs> <Yeah>. my face. <laughs> Oh which which is depicted on my character sheet. Do you guys <laughs> What feel a lot of people closer? don't know about history is that before that moment herpes was like totally curable. But that's <laughs> where <laughs> This is the moment where <laughs> the right. super strain was developed. And then eventually when I find that I have it, I blame it on the damn monkey. We're also both two weeks from dying from smallpox, so it's like <laughs> This is our last hurrah. What's the deal? <laughs> Fancy Pyromancy actually pushes forward to where you can no longer see them. They have turned the corner and they have disappeared around the other side of the island, which is thankful for the Neckbeard ship because they weren't able to fire at them this round. However, the Neckbeard ship failed miserably on their check to combat the uh, drowning. What does a boat do? Sinks. Sinks. Yep. And uh, (laughs) so this drowning boat... (laughs) This boat is gasping for air. <laughs> this, emati- this emaciated boat is drowning. If I had to put it in terms of like math, I'd say they started at yay 20 or so and are down to three hit points on the ship. Not going well. And they critically failed and unable to help themselves with an additional set of crew members. They are actually moving backwards a little oh, bit shit. in space. From what we can tell, does it look like a, most of that damage came from that one shot? Oh, yes. Okay. Horrifying. Truly, truly horrifying. And the port deserters are actually picking up steam now. They are now two successful sailing moves in a row, and it is it is on you guys to, to catch up in this moment. That's a 37 on a 70. We're good. That'll do it. And you move up forward ahead of them again. You guys are inching ahead of each other at each 
time just pushing nose to nose in this race. I want to I want to take this moment to to call Mrs. Knife and and while she's flying over say to you guys what do you think about evacuating some key personnel from the neckbeards including Mitch's mom and her barrel and you know Jesus Christ getting them back on here. It looks like their boat's done for. We need Jesus and if they've got <laughs> if they've got enough uh, I, I think the way we get Jesus over here, put as many men in those boats or, or how we do it. I was thinking the parrot could bring Jesus over here but do you think the parrot could bring over a human being? You know, see we've got little boats that go between the boats. Right. We can bring people over and monkeys really. Right, that's what I'm that's what I, I said. I imagine that's how you're you said the parrot would carry him. Well, I said we could, the same way we Your get, question was, the parrot could maybe carry a monkey, but could it carry a man? I was talking about boats to begin with, and then I thought about the parrot bringing the monkey over, and then I'm like, well, could the parrot bring a human over? <laughs> but yeah, boats is what I was talking about. I don't know the capability of Dr. Shark's parrots all that well. You know, well, it's capable of in the extremes. But I'm going to say no, it can't. But yeah, the boats. Bring over as many men as, as we can get, and I've got to go look for uh, powders and potions. Waverly pulls out a whistle. It's like a... <whistles> and that sends a few right about boats. Yeah, the orders The orders are the set. Orders are we, set. Yeah. So if the parrot's coming over... Oh, the parrot's coming over. You can hear Miss Knife, the wings flapping hard against this this crisp summer sunshine air. Salty, baby, it's salty. So as the parrot flies up, I say, um, Mrs. North, you've got to uh, lead the boats. Tell them to gather all the best men, along with Mrs. Diggory and her barrel. <laughs> you bring them back over here. Make sure the flow doesn't stop. Yes, do not interrupt the flow. That is of critical importance. Bring them back over here. We're leaving the mechbeard, uh, the ship, and, and a weaker crew to their fights. You understand? Mrs. Knife says, Cut it off. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, she takes off back to the other ship, and we are on. Joe, I need to know what Wavy Adler is up to as you roll. Oh, shit. It's a 95. I'm going to have to use my another luck to make it a 59. Ooh. I'm down to one luck, my boys. But I can't. I don't feel like we can afford not moving at this point. No, I. I mean, this is the time to be spending it. I don't know if we want to set a precedent that we explain the luck roll. But he was turning. Yeah. He, he thought he was turning toward the win, and he realized, oh fuck, it's the wrong. Up. Oh, yeah, and he readjusted real quick, and then he actually caught a pretty good stream. I'm all for like narrative exclamation oh, yeah. of the dice roll. I just say that because there's times where it may be really hard to describe. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And I mean, and that's where we get be like, I dropped the gun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that is one thing I do like about a D20 system over maybe the D100 is like the implicit scale. One being shitty, 20 being awesome. You know, you can, you know what a 15 is, you know what a 10 is. Sure. You know what a five I is. I usually do that and then I times it by like five. I feel the <laughs> same way about the D100 system. Well, I would if Delta Green didn't use the weird, like, I actually lower the, rolls or not better oh, or I whatever. love the blackjack rules. It makes me Come. so happy. <laughs> I like them too. It's just, I don't know. Well, the port deserters push ahead of you guys, unfortunately. I don't give a fuck, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to talk about the fucking game we're playing. The boat from the uh, Neckbeard ship starts heading toward you guys. They're actually heading at the correct angle to meet you on your way. 
but they are going to have to make it around the port deserter's ship uh, in order to make it to you as you are right next to each other. I would think that there are the rules of war where you don't shoot at a abandoning ship, you know? A, a tiny little oh. ship. <laughs> and unfortunately, we're pirates, and we'll, we'll slay anything. And so my thought is, shoot them before they shoot us, then. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. I'm down in... I don't see any of this happening. I'm down in the ship. I need you to roll for uh, finding the correct chemicals to, to create this this bomb. Which has the chemical symbol NEMO. So I'm looking at like pre-made, you know, stuff <laughs> I've, I've find Nemo. made yeah, already. Where's the, where's the Nemo? The necrotic emulsifying master ooze. Can this be a... He- no, it can't be. I don't even want to argue that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what, were you gonna say? what were you going to say? Can this be a heavy weapons <laughs> roll that I just uh, rolled? Oh, to find it? Can, to find my I chemicals mean, yeah, that like, I'm going to use as a weapon. <laughs> I, no, I would say like if you're trying to distinguish between your stash of chemicals, knowing which one you use to make the heavy weapons. like, Well, yeah, I'm thinking like I've got a wall of like just shit like I've made already. What's your heavy weapon skill? 80. What'd you roll? An 86, which I could use luck to make a 68. A 68. How would you feel if you had to find the right gun out of a big rack of guns and he used a firearm skill? Yeah, that's correct. Tight. Then I do it. I use my luck. Use that luck, baby. I appreciate that. You grab the wrong one and make it to the doorway, and then something clicks in your head. You give it a big sniff. Well, (laughs) I sniff it, and I'm like, wait, this is literally to make it. This this is is a stink bomb. This is a stink bomb. (laughs) And so I run back, and I grab the one that basically it creates a cloud where, like, fire cannot happen in it, so they can't shoot any weapons. That's what I want to grab. It's a cloud. It's a cloud where fire cannot happen. It's a cloud where fire can. Right, like such a bigger ask. Like (laughs) we fire this, we fire this onto their ship, and it's basically like fire extinguisher shit. No, I like it. Like fire extinguisher shit explodes, and so they can't fire any of their cannons. It gets all over their stuff. They can't get any, and they can't light it. Right, the wicks lit. Yeah, no wicks. Um, but I'm gonna keep both to where it's that and a stink bomb, so that it. It also makes it funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. <laughs> All right. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and then I run back up. And then you run back up. And that is, uh, that's going to be your turn this round. I love that so much. All right. Well, we better get going. Tick tock on these wicks. Uh. <laughs> what is it? Dink dink. The dink dink man. <laughs> oh, that's a critical success for the port deserters. Fuck you. Shit. Fuck you. They're about to be some sticky, like, smelly bitches. You know what's really handy for you guys is that the port deserters make it so far ahead of you that the neckbeard ship can actually meet up with you this round with no issue. But I do need a uh, sailing roll from from Sir Wavy Adler. Are they aboard now? Who? The neckbeards. No, not yet. They will be next round. When they're aboard, can they aid our sailing? Like with more, literally more guys in the fucking like yeah in the rigging. If Mrs. Diggory and the monkey, the monkey will be a lot of help, I assume. We talked about bringing over all the best neckbeards. Oh, yeah. you were bringing all the. I wasn't listening. So you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why can't the lady and the monkey help the ship go faster, Zach? <laughs> That's how sailing ships like, work. You've got one old lady and a monkey. <laughs> Monkeys and you are way have stronger you than you think. Have you never sailed, you fucking peasant? <laughs> how much advantage do you want? 
Well, I was thinking like, one giant long boat full of double like, or triple the hard hardest <laughs> pirates with the biggest know hows. Exactly. We got an old lady. The boat goes faster. You fucking mook. Extra blood, <laughs> baby. Extra- <laughs> Erupting out of the ocean, in between you and the shore of this island, seemingly every bit of blood that has been trailing out of these massive barrels on the back of all of these ships, all the blood has begun to bubble on the ocean's top. And as it bubbles, it is creating a steam that is creating a fog that is and masking all of your surroundings. The ship that is just nearby, I mean, it is right there. They're about to board. And then all of a sudden, Gone in fog. You are completely surrounded. You can barely see the hand in front of your face. And you can hear your entire crew panic over the sound of Mitch Diggory getting even louder. And you see that fog just billowing thicker and thicker as you continue to sail the ship. Oi, neckbeards! Ahoy! Are you out there? Roll sanity. <laughs> I pass mine. I also pass mine. And I'm going to go ahead. You were, <laughs> you were asking me to think of a way to use my skills to get these guys aboard. Uh, the, I've got the perfect one. I'm going to use spot hidden again to search them out through the fog. Yeah. And, and guide them in with my voice. Perfect. Uh, and 18. Okay, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, they they follow the, the sound of your voice. Oh, neckbeards! Hurry, <laughs> you scrawny asses up. Get aboard. There's a contest to win. And you can tell by these dark seas that they'll be hell to pay if we don't. <laughs> it's, a, it's a perfect tone to cut through this fog. And it is now blocking out the sun completely. So it is dark aboard your ship. Uh, Mrs. Diggory is still what? with her barrel. Yeah, I get her in the barrel set up next to Mitch, basically. Yeah. But then I have my sword out and I look at Mitch and I say, boy. Without you finishing your words, you snored yes or no. If we lose this thing, are we dead? And he nods. If we lose this thing, are you and your mother dead? And a tear starts welling up in his eyes. And he nods. Cut his throat. (laughs) It's still better to have two of them, though I'm of your way of thinking. I'm not around enough for you to hear me say that. You, you <laughs> pop, no, you, you popped up yeah, on you, board you with, your, with your oh, cool yeah. chemicals. Chem- like cannon in your chemicals. Yeah, I look around, I'm like, squint, I'm like, oh, good his throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pirate, Mrs. So. Knife disagrees. She prefers torture, and she suggests... Cut the legs! <laughs> <laughs> and her little uh, wings are, like, flapping the fog away from her, so you can see, like, you can always see Mrs. Knife a little bit as she's, like, cutting through this fog, no matter where <laughs> she goes. Uh, like fucking crackers on that season of Archer, everybody been me hated. <laughs> I love that I love season. that one, too. Oh, it's on. one of the internet's least favorites, and it's like, that's the best coma season.
Adam Reed admitted during the Dreamland one he was like <laughs> on a lot of pain pills for a surgery, and it's like a really dark and fucked up and weird tone. What is Wavy Adler up to as he's trying to get the crew working together while they can't see each other? He's using that whistle that he whipped out earlier, and he's actually prepared for this. You enter fog fairly often as a sailor, so they kind of know how to navigate through fog. So he's doing whistle commands that mean the things that we've been meaning all along. Uh, so it's like means to get up on the ropes and oh it's just this super like absolute fog and uh, each one of these people who are who are working on your ship as the crew they're just individually moving by themselves with no idea of like what is happening Zach around knows them. what individually means <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I just figured out that other people can do that, too. I looked at Thomas, and I was like, come on, don't do it. <laughs> I'm like, he's on a roll. <laughs> I almost stopped when I saw the look on your face, but then the way Joe and Zach got got, I, I stand by it. I need to roll through the fog, baby. These whistles are making it so you don't have to be at a penalty. Rolling it's a 63. I pass. Congratulations. Uh, you need three more successes to make it in a full circle. Something in your pirate bones tells you that you're exactly three successes away from completing this circle. Your navigational skills, trying to figure out exactly where to meet yeah. back up with it. Please roll navigation for me right now. That's a pass, a 36 on an 80. Navigation's technically my best skill. I should have been using that more. <laughs> you can now hear in the distance right in front of you the chanting from two other ships fuck yes nearby but they're in the fog okay so I, I turn to Mitch and I ask him again does your chanting have to be loud he gets a confused look on his face can you whisper the chant for what you'll tell mother to woot <laughs> All right, boys. Oh, oh, she no. fucked up. She fucked up. She broke the chant. <laughs> hey, hey, Zach fucked up. <laughs> Mrs. Diggory. Oh, no. You got to roll for Mrs. Diggory. All right. Well, she, that was you. She, her. she chugged some grog on, on before she got in that boat. She was like, oh, oh no. What'd you get? It's an 88. <laughs> she falls overboard. <laughs> oh my god! She coughs and then looks down and then looks scared and then looks at Mitch and she's like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. You have to keep going. You have to keep going for us. You have to keep going. Now we're together. We can make this. We can make it together." I just, I just put my like finger to my lips and like give her a look like we're pirates and we're gonna kill you if you don't stop talking right now. Your three faces are the only things that can be seen in this in this massive fog around and your hand reaches up out of nowhere to put a finger to your mouth and she quickly silences and then disappears backwards into the fog. Alright. Wavy, what do you think? Silence all hands. Slip by nice and quiet between the fog. We'll never know we were there. I love this idea. I love this idea. <laughs> That's the idea. 
Stealthy as she goes, and boys. Perhaps if Stealthy as she goes. As soon as we bust out of the fog on the other side, you give him a load of that special powder of yours. I hand Jesus Christ like an empty iron ball. What does Jesus Christ look like again? He is an emperor tamarind penguin, so he's got the big mustache. Monkey, awesome. monkey mustache. I thought he was a monkey. Penguin. Did I say emperor tamarind penguin? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, no. Emperor you Tam- sent a monkey to the other ship, and you got he a penguin. He came back a penguin. Back. There is some a, fucky stuff happening it's on a this pe- island. Uh, no, it's it's my monkey. Uh, and he... I, I hand that him... That is a fucking penguin. This guy he keeps calling it a monkey, but that's a penguin. <laughs> we we just let him have it. We let him have it, but he's going to... Uh, some, one of these days, we're going to go too far north, and that penguin's going to die. So, uh, some... This penguin, uh, who I I see still as a monkey, um, (laughs) is mixing together the stinky stuff and the not fire stuff, putting it in this iron ball, and then I load it into my shoulder cannon, and I wait until I can see where I'm going to shoot it. Awesome. In that exact moment, as I get a roll from Wavy Adler, you hear in the distance the crew from Fancy Pyromancy on the Damsey. You've, you've, you haven't been able to hear them yet, but everyone is being so quiet in this fog, except just in the distance you hear some scrambling. Oh, oh, oh yes, no, oh, we cannot find it. Oh, no, we have to make it back to the original location. Yes, to make the circle complete. No, we haven't quite made it back to the original circle yet. No. I passed the uh, sailing roll. It's a 12. Uh, and a navigation for me, please. Another one? Yes. Uh, 45 on an 80. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Fuck yeah. All in the same round. <laughs> Fancy Pyromancy on the Damsey, the Port Deserters, and Death of a Salesman have all completed their circle of the island. None of you have yet to complete the circle by finding the other end yeah. of your blood trail, Ooh, which is now a thick cool. red fog that you can see. As the fog is coming around you, you see that ahead of you, where the fog is is literally boiling up out of the ocean, it's red, and your trails are each lighting up red, and these massive walls going up to the sky, but you can't even see the sky anymore. There's nothing except for fog. Mitch, I have one more question for you. If we win, do we die? He gets a big smile on his face, and he shakes his head no. All right, Edward Spitz is fucking stoked. <laughs> and he's going to try to do a spot-hidden roll to find our um, blood smoke Fuck in yeah. the fog. Fuck yeah. And passes with a 25 on an 80. Hell yeah! Awesome. So that is going to be your, uh, your first success. I've basically given each team three navigation successes to find the other end of the trail. So, Edward Spitz, he he used Spot Hidden, which implies some visuals, but he's a pirate. He uses all of his senses. As he searches through his spyglass, he sees nothing, but all of a sudden he just, like, catches a whiff of blood on the wind, and then sees a little wisp of red in the direction that he smelled that. And he he tells Wavy, he's like, that way. Uh, Wavy, go ahead and roll that navigation. It's a 25. As you guys push forward into this, you hear a low rumble in the distance. And 
each one of you can feel the ocean approaching. Waves are heading toward you. Massive waves from the island side. And then you finally hear it, this massive noise, this explosion of a ship. Wood splintering in all different directions and the cries of an entire ship's crew all at once through the fog. Not ours, right? No. It's in the distance through the fog. Why, thank God that's not oh, us. Yeah, I, I was really scared. I really fucking scared the piss hey, out of me. I, th- I thought I looked around and I was like, I can't see anything. And I, I mean, don't know yeah, if in one group of pirates oh, screaming in agony and terror sounds much like Jesus another. Christ. I mean, I really thought I was some. I thought I heard fucking uh, Fat Johnny just uh, oh. squealing his little head off. Anyway, well, fuck. We. Uh, have you smelled the blood yet? I smelled it a little bit. We're heading that way now. I thought I thought oh, I could. Holy fucking shit. Oh, like they said that back then. Suddenly, all the fog that isn't red completely dissipates, and you can only see these massive walls that encircle the island. Boom, 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 out like a bullseye. If you were looking at this from above, it would look like a Target logo, but with more of them. And Ed- Edward just shouts, I see it. <laughs> You notice in this moment that it seems that the port deserters did not complete their own circle. They completed the neckbeard circle, and in that moment, something absolutely obliterated their ship from the inside. And all of them are on the boiling ocean floor, floor, ceiling, ocean... Ocean ground. Surface. (laughs) Ocean surface. I like roof, though. The The roof of the ocean. The roof of the ocean. (laughs) It probably is roof in like 99 out of 100 languages or some shit. (laughs) Yeah, right? If you're a fish making the language, it would definitely (laughs) be be your roof. (laughs) There's got to be so many fish languages, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, Oh, comparatively? We've got to break the ocean ceiling, you know? The death of a salesman and fancy pyromancy on the damn sea seem to be equidistant from their individual <laughs> nice finishing line. <laughs> did I? Yeah. Did I do yeah. It? Sorry, we don't. I didn't want to break you for language, but you did it right. Yeah. You said I, all those words. I thought about telling Unless you. Unless you think equidistant totally means gaslighting. I know. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought about being like Zach thinks that equidistant means the same distance. That is not what it means, distance. dude. <laughs> It does. It does, though. Oh, yeah. Right. It, it, yeah. They couldn't see my face where I'm like, wait. <laughs> Dude, we're totally going to make him believe that equidistant means, means like. <laughs> equidistant. <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to take off my headphones for a second. Uh, where were we? We were equidistant. <laughs> from- <laughs> Holy shit. Oh man, I bet even if we talk about how like this will be a bit where we gaslight Zach into believing equidistant doesn't mean what it means, we could still carry it out and like get him to believe it for a lot of the season. What do you think? The thing is, I need to fire your cannons. I need to fire my cannons. I want you to describe. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, I've got to get rid of this, and so <laughs> as, the, as the fog clears on this ship, everyone sees you walking down from the top, walking down the steps to the uh, to the deck, carrying what? 
the, the fog is dissipating at his side. Away as from slowly, him. Yeah, no, walking he's... toward the front with his... <laughs> well, walking towards the back, right? Because they're behind us now? They are equidistant. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be the front. I thought they didn't. The oh, front wait. popping out the, of the, the fog. The side. The side. Yeah. Yeah. And Al has basically just like a small cannon on his shoulder. He lights a match off the cannon, hands it to Jesus Christ, his monkey. <laughs> Jesus Christ grabs <laughs> the tip of your cannon and angles it with his flightless way wings higher. Oh wait, what? Oh right, penguin. The. <laughs> 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 It's totally a monkey, but the pirates don't know what a penguin is. Yeah. They're like, that's a penguin. He's going to kill that penguin. It lifts up the top of the cannon to give you an extra bit of boost, and the Timurin monkey is going to assist your roll by lifting your cannon and showing you we're going to have to fire really fucking far because we're back to the almost the starting line. And you remember, Fancy Pyromancy on the DMC was basically out of cannon range right. when right. we started. Thank God I found a monkey with... Uh, geometry skills and like, like way higher thinking than I have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll this, baby. Sixty-eight on an eighty. Twenty-one on a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, he won. Uh, go ahead and roll. What? What is this? It's a shoulder cannon. Yeah, yeah, it's a shoulder cannon. Firing a combination of stinky potion and. <laughs> giant fire extinguisher now is, is this mounted on your shoulder and the monkey is like adjusting its trajectory or is the monkey on your shoulder and the cannons on its shoulder the, co- the cannon <laughs> is on my right shoulder the monkey's on my left shoulder adjusting it for me yeah generally i would have like two people like bracing me to do this but i don't one but i don't need to so i mean it's, it's he calls him jesus cross but we call him trajectory the gunnery monkey the the monkey lights <laughs> the cannonball and we wait. And as we're waiting, we're going to see if they can succeed on this navigation check at the same time as Wavy Adler to find out if we're going to finish this race before this fucking bomb goes off. Uh, I got a 94. I'm going to use my very last luck to make it a 49. Fuck yeah. What Hell did you yeah. roll, though? I rolled a 59, and they have a 60. Oh. But because of Luke's cannon going off in that exact moment, as they're about to reach their blood trail, it's right in front of them, and the fog is taking over the front of their ship, but it hasn't quite made it to the back barrel yet. And in that final moment, right before you fired... The monkey tilted the cannon just a little bit further to the back of their ship. And you see this thing just... <laughs> oh that's God, the stink bomb that part smell? of it. <laughs> that's the stink bomb part of it as it mixes with the blood from inside the barrel on the back of this ship as blood explodes everywhere and Wavy Adler leads the death of a salesman directly through the red fog right through until it takes over Mitch as he says what okay what in that moment the red fog that you have created completely disappears down 
into the water. Every other circle, each of them, one at a time, going toward the island. Fog and maybe stone, some sort of cement. You've never seen anything like it erupting from out of the ocean. As each of these walls go up, blocking off the island from view, the fog fucking like each one of these walls moves forward and the island disappears from view. The fog is the only thing that you can see. And in that moment, I need all of you to roll sanity. Holy shit, this is fucking awesome, dude. I passed 33 on a 60. I also passed I also a 63 passed. on an 80. I, I have, I'm a I fucking pirate. This is every day, dude. <laughs> the wall next to you created a massive wave that pushes you out further to sea and directs the tip of your boat away from where the island once was. The fog behind you dissipates. There is absolutely nothing there. What's wrong? Well, what did we do wrong, Mitch? Where's the island? I don't know. How do we win this thing? Mother, mother, I thought that... Is it over? She walks up to him. She's looking off the side of the ship. She's like, I I suppose it's done. Huh. You fucking fools. You rich fucking fools. You killed all these men. Just to throw them walls up? Where are my riches? Where's Wavy's riches? Where's, where's the gold you mentioned? There's this big score. That's what we were doing this yeah. for. Where's the fucking payout? Al is uh, waking up from being knocked out by the force of his shoulder cannon. <laughs> and he, he thinks everything is like done now. So he looks up at Jesus Christ, high fives him, and stands up and then looks over at you guys. <laughs> so we did it. Where's the gold and shit? That's a great fucking question, Al. Where is the gold? Mom, where's the gold? Where's our power, Mrs. Diggory? You have all been excellent servants, and... Oh, I don't like the sound of that. (laughs) You have completed exactly what we needed from you. Thank you. I have nothing for you, but I appreciate the work that you've done. You mean other than the gold? Yeah, right. Yes, that's right. Yes, uh, take me back to port and uh, we will get you your gold. The wall has disappeared and you turn and back and look at where the wall once was. No wall, no island, no fog. It's a beautiful sunny day. No island? No island. And what port does she mean? Oh, back, you know, Jamaica. Where's your fucking husband? Uh, he seems to be gone. <laughs> that's a bit of a relief, isn't are, it? Are there still the husks of ships? sinking or are we alone on the ocean you are absolutely alone on the ocean right. mitch is still on board right mitch is still on board what oh, mitch uh what the fuck is going on and i pull my knife out but i have a smile on my but face jovially <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i actually don't know i mean dad said that it would be uh you know like world changing or whatever and i guess it did change the world Kill some pirates and build some walls. Build some walls to only have them fall down again. There's nothing left. Yeah. Was your dad fond of you and your your mum? Oh, no. Uh, Okay, I see. I mean, Uh, yeah, in his own way. Yeah, but he might want to get rid of you or something, perhaps, maybe at some point. I just put my flintlock to Mitch's head, and I turned to Mrs. Diggory. You better tell us the real fucking scheme here, or I'll blow your son's brains out. Your husband changed the world. How do you do that? 
What changed? What did we do? She looks at Mitch. She looks at you. Looks back behind her over the edge of the ship. She takes a step backward. I'm sorry, Mitch. She jumps backwards. Monkey tail in hand. Monkey reaching out for... Spitz watches her go. So Al thinks about... (laughs) Al thinks about having... Grabbing Jesus's tail and having Jesus grab her before she falls. But what really happens is he grabs Jesus's tail and Jesus like slaps him on the side of the head and no save attempt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she succeeded for jumping off the ship and... She splashes down she into the water. She her, fails her jump roll so she lands safely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the next deck below. The, no, she just she jumps she's a couple on the wa- inches she's in on, the air. She's on the roof of the water. <laughs> Wavy turns to Mitch. But but about that gold. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. I don't think. Hey, there is no gold. There's no fucking gold except maybe for his father. But we won. We won. Yeah, we won. <laughs> oh, we, we won someone we won else's game. game. Yeah. We won someone <laughs> we else's did. game, Wavy. This game won't for us. I turn to Mitch and I say, boy, you've got two options. He's just staring at the spot on the deck where his mom jumped off, and his eyes are as full of water as they possibly could be without a single drop falling. Mitch, it's pirate times. It's hard. Law people's moms are dead on this ship. So unless you want to join her, you tell us where you think your father's gone. Oh, I don't know. I thought you were going to ask where me to be a pirate. Where do you think you're, <laughs> you're going to be like a prisoner pirate or something? I mean... Or you're going to die unless you tell us. Wait, but I don't know. Can I just be a pirate without being a prisoner? <laughs> what do you know you're about... Really gonna, you're going to die, Mitch. I'm sorry. What do you but, know about being a pirate? Um, uh, you guys probably don't have anyone I'm not, I'm who's like good on. at accounting. I could do that. I didn't make him the awful yet. Counting, though. I don't think any of us know how to do that. Yeah, I can count. <laughs> As I was saying, I don't give a I shit what it. your pirate skills are. We'll find a use for you on this ship. Can count. That's irrelevant. I'm sorry, but that's irrelevant. No, he's already bringing out the best in me. You will. I'm going to make you a bitch intern for about like 24 months before you'll get anywhere near accounting after the stunt you've pulled. Do you are understand? You, are you the captain? No, but I'm in charge of personnel. <laughs> <laughs> There's no captain. It's a part of democracy, except for you. <laughs> you're at wait, the bottom. Wait, I can't be a part of the democracy. No, you can't vote unless you're a full. Hey, well, I, I, crew I, member. I, dis- I disagree with that. I think everybody gets a vote after after they've been vested for six months on the ship. Until then, they're provisional pirate members. Oh, I don't remember it being six months. A voice says from the back. <laughs> Well, maybe it's not quite a democracy now that we've saved the day, huh? I couldn't count, though. <laughs> well, that's why we need him, for democracy. HR decision. And I've got my knife to his throat. And I say, Mitch, where might your father have gone? I know you don't know. Tell us your best fucking guess or slit your throat. Right oh, now. God. Uh, probably home. I would guess home or the last place he was, which was on the island. But I don't know where the island is now. Edward try is to find the island. losing his patience, and he like. We could try to find the island. We could try to find the island. It's gone now. And maybe that's where the treasure all along was, because it's gone. I don't know. We're not going to try to find an island. It's gone. Tell us where the fuck home is. Wait, hang on though, Mitch. If we wanted to find an, an island, how would we do that? 
you say that like that's something you know how to do. I guess we just like sail back to where we just were. Like, what do you mean where we were? We are where we were. He points to like a spot in the beautiful sunshiny day that it is now, and he's like, "Wasn't the island like over there?" And hey, wavy, super not. But like, you know where the island was? No, it was it was over there. But I I, I get your point. That let's just let's just go park our boat over top of it. Maybe maybe it's below. Yeah, maybe we'll find the old bastard's drowned corpse. I want to pilot the ship over that direction, just mm-hmm. to sit on top of the spot that was... Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll navigation for me. <laughs> 18. Mm-hmm. For the listener, Zach was giving me his hardest poker face. There was no... There was, it was, While it was also <laughs> making, like, cum noises. But it also... It wasn't, it Those wasn't, are, like, mm-hmm. Michael Barbaro noises. It, it was obviously, <laughs> it was obviously mm-hmm. a face that was trying mm-hmm. to not do either a frown or a smile. It was very strongly trying to be the most neutral face you could make. You can see all my face right now, so I have to be very particular. With... Try, you say try not to hide a frown or a smile as if Zach would like hide his disappointment if we guess this little game. You've stumbled right into it. He's trying to hide that little fucking grin from his bastard face. Because <laughs> we're going eat, to like, be eaten by Xeeth Cthulhu as soon as we fucking... Anyway, the last we shot. did light up a target. The last. <laughs> Literally. We're going to go sit in the bullseye of a target. Trust me, guys. Let's you get over there. navigate it. <laughs> oh, great. It makes sense to check out the island. The last shot of this short story is the death of a salesman heading toward just a random spot in the open ocean somewhere just northeast of the greater Antilles and Tias Mayores in the North Atlantic Ocean. Bermuda, Bahama, come on pretty mama, Key Largo, Montego, baby why don't we go to Key Largo, Barbados, I wanna take it down to Kokomo, we'll get that fast and then we'll take it slow, that's where we wanna go, way down in Kokomo. <laughs> Dude. No, but is there, is, there's no resolution. We don't find out. Well, I mean, that's a really good point. It's like the rest of season two will like. Just be sure to stock up on um, pirate nerd stats, and then you'll know about the history. There of, you go. <laughs> the, the, of the Dread Pirate Neckbeard and the mysterious <laughs> events that happened on uh, Bullshit Island. Also, be sure to stock up on t-shirts, towels, fanny packs, yes. hats. Listen, the store is launched with season two. Get your shit. Buy Consume. more than one for your friends, Purchase. for you, just in case. Uh, you never know how valuable this stuff's going to be uh, mint condition. So you got to buy doubles. You got to buy triples. I'm no financial ex- expert, and this doesn't count as real financial advice, but Smart. I will 100% guarantee that any investment you make in a PTPP piece of merch right now will increase 1,000 fold <laughs> by the end of the decade. That is a promise. You will. Yeah. There you go. We'll see you back. We'll see you back. We'll see you back. We'll see you back. 
I hope. We'll see you back. We'll see you back. We'll see you That's back. That's people say. We'll see you back. We'll see you okay, back. We'll see you back. Hey, we'll All I'm see saying you is a forty-three dollar towel today will net you forty-three thousand dollars at the end of the decade. Wow, really? That's such a good deal. I was thinking more like like you pay 40 bucks for it now it's 60 bucks in 10 years <laughs> just cuz that's what a towel would be worth probably you know some stupid old towel <laughs> <laughs> no but it's like a sick towel it's 10 years old it's a sick towel that you never Wait, used owned by one of our listeners <laughs> Even worse, owned by one of the hosts. <laughs> Completely disgusting. I can smell each one of us individually nice right now. On their own? Oh, yeah. I said individually, didn't I? <laughs> Our smells are equidistant. <laughs> Roughly. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this short arc here in season two of Pretending to Be People. There's going to be a few more of those for some backstory and other story goodies that carry in with the plot of the main thread of season two. Very fucking excited. But I am here because I am at a loss for words. I don't know how to say how cool it was that Beth May from Dungeons and Daddies was on our podcast. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> Equidistant. <laughs> I think it was like just like such a surreal moment and she was so fun to be at the table with. It was a dream come true. It yeah, was it, it was awesome. It, it was it, we thought there's no way in hell it could happen and, and really it turns yeah, out it, it turned probably out there is happen. no way in yeah, hell actually. that it can happen but <laughs> Really, we're, we're thanking Beth, and she was lovely, but we got to thank her friend that Travis. she thought was friends of yes. ours. Huge shout out to Travis. Big shout out to Travis. Big shout out, yeah. <laughs> Travis, if you're out there, hit us up. Uh, Let's be real friends. <laughs> yeah. Because who else do you Beth know? Beth May already thinks we are. <laughs> anyway, Travis, you're out there. We're friends you're, now. You're ours. Like we said, thanks, Beth, or whatever, but thank you, Travis. <laughs> No, seriously, Beth found out that we weren't the podcast she thought she was coming on and still came on the show yeah, anyway. That's so cool. Very go, go listen to Dungeons and Daddies. Yes. Uh, go buy her book. Yes. Uh, I believe she said it was available in all bookstores. I believe that's Go to what your bookstore and buy it. <laughs> I think she said, like, go to Barnes & Noble, have them order it, and then go pick it up. There, there. you go. <laughs> Thomas? Uh, I just think she's going to think what Luke said was really tragic. Which part? The Barnes and Noble part. What about it's tragic? You're supposed to actually see the joke was that you're supposed to pre-order it at a small local bookstore. But you oh. said Barnes and Noble. You don't read. I so didn't you even don't think know. about it. Oh my god! You fucking. <laughs> Why am I friends with you, fucking idiots? Okay, sorry. Answer it. Sorry, I said Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Answer it. You Barnes and Noble book buying bitches. <laughs> well, 
you know, support your local bookstore. I do, but I, when I think of bookstore, I think Barnes & Noble. <laughs> we got one in town, yeah. <laughs> but I don't buy books from there. It's just the, that's where you buy books, you know? And it's all